This is episode 28 of The Focused Mindset. Today, you get to listen in on a conversation that I had with Dr. Laura Jaggett. You have to respect this child. You know, parents may say, well, you have to respect me because I'm your parent, but it goes both ways. How can someone that you're not respecting How can you expect them to respect you? She is the host and creator of How to Life podcast and How to Life YouTube. And we're going to hear all about that and be able to take in some of her wisdom. But first, if you're new here, don't forget to push subscribe so you don't miss any of the family-oriented content that we have here. And don't forget to take a look at the show notes where I'm going to leave a whole bunch of useful links just for you and all of the Focused Mindset community. You've been upgraded to Parenting 2.0. New expectations requires a new mindset. The Focused Mindset. I'm Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. Raising kids is an amazing journey and things don't always turn out as planned. Still, you get to share your life with an adult in training. This podcast will help you meet every new challenge with confidence and be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Well, hello. Welcome to the podcast today. I am welcoming my friend, Dr. Laura Jaggett. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? Hi, Cher. I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be here. I have been looking forward to this conversation because you and I have a lot of common friends and it didn't take long for us to gravitate towards each other because we both really have a heart to help people. I want you to be able to share with my listeners about what you're doing. Sure. These days I am, I started a brand called How to Life, which is geared towards the younger or newer adults to help them learn how to do basic life skills that they might've missed somewhere along the way. And actually my whole goal is to help take the fear out of adulting because I know there's fear. I remember when I was younger, I I had fear you know, you're, you're a child, you're living in your parents' home or you're in college in that little bubble and everything's going really well and you graduate, they give you your degree and they say go and you're thrown into the adult world and there are a lot of terms and situations and skills that you're expected to know and you don't know them. So my yeah. goal is to help dispel the fear, give you some information, give some knowledge in a video format. Yeah. The Mominars are actually uh, short YouTube video tutorials about three to five minutes on one particular skill, like how to iron a shirt or why is my washing machine making this loud noise? Uh, You know, and there's other things like uh, I got, you know, the locked Apple ID. You'll get a text on your phone that says your Apple ID has been locked. Contact us immediately. So I have a whole section on scams there as well. But it's a place that you can go to find out these little skills or find out some information about something that's scaring you. And mom and R is just a term I came up with, which it's a seminar given by a mom. And that's me. How many kids do you have? I have four kids. Wow. I've raised four children and they are all outstanding. I, I have had no problems with them. We have a great relationship. Three of them are young adults, 25, 23, and 20. And the youngest one is 14 and she's getting the benefit of learning all this stuff early that the other ones 
uh, I wasn't, I didn't know how to teach them at the time, but I'm. Yeah, my youngest is 12. So that's the way it goes, doesn't it? It's like my first one, uh, who's 23, will sometimes say, well, you didn't do that when I was young. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I didn't <Sorry>. know. <laughs> That's right. I, I didn't know any better. <laughs> we're, we so, learn as we go. Yes. As parents, we're learning as we go also. Yes. But how to life. I love that. Like, How in the world did you come up with that? Uh, it's funny. The term mominar and how to life are from my children. They would come up to uh, with a problem. They're like, mom, I have a how to life I have a how to life problem or I have a how to life question or I don't know how to life. So they've been throwing that word word around for a while and I just thought it's perfect. So it is really. that's how that's how that came to be. Yeah. I think I came up with mom and R when they'd ask a question. I, I said, I've, I've told you how to do this so many times. Okay. I'm just call your friends, call everybody in. Cause I'm going to give a mom and R live mom and R you guys can come and watch it video <laughs> recorded if you want to. But the Mominar will be at this time on this day. It was kind of funny. That is hilarious. That is so relevant and so true. I remember that after I discovered your podcast and was listening a little bit, I came down after it was my middle daughter's turn to do the dishes. And I looked in the dishwasher to see what an uh, almost empty dishwasher with some stuff not, you know, the dishes in the wrong places and stuff. And, uh, and I want to attribute, I want to thank you because I was able to stop and say, wait a minute, maybe she doesn't actually know this. And I sent her a text that was rather than what did you do to the washer? I said, just in case I've never told you. And then I kind of said, step one, step two, step three, and gave her a little thing. And it made it so we weren't so, uh, upset with each other. And it also reminded me that, you know, she's older, but she needs a little reminder. She needs, she didn't, there's a good chance she just didn't do that because she didn't know. That's often the case because we as adults, when we learn something and we've done it for so many years, we, we take it for granted. Oh, you know, it's easy. Everyone knows how to do this. I made a mominar on how to pump gas at the pump using your debit or credit card. And the reason I did that is because one of my children, when I'm like, did you put gas in your car? How come you don't have gas? And she said, I don't know how to do it. I'm afraid to put my card at the pump. And I, my thought was, are you serious? Yeah. And, you know, I still, I'm like, did I never teach her this? Or maybe I never thought to teach her because it's something that I just do, you know, automatically. So I made this mom and our for her. It has over 25,000 views now. And it's not just young people that write in to thank me. It's adults. You know, I, I had an adult that said, I've been pumping gas for over 20 years. And I did not know that at the end of the transit, at the tr end of the transaction, you know, something, it was very interesting. So one person wrote, you know, this is great for immigrants, people who are from other countries, because I think we're the only country where we pump our own gas. Right. And yeah. And if someone ever moves from Oregon, I think they still have everyone. But, Oregon, you know, yeah. Canada, I have a, had a lot of thanks from the, from those states and right. country as well. Yeah. Cause I did have a friend one time. I just, that reminds me that I had a friend that came down from Oregon and they're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. So that's, that's, but see, that's the thing is there are things that we kind of take for granted. There are things that we kind of assume that it's, it's ingrained in us, but it's no, it's not programmed in us. We actually need to learn those steps. And sometimes there's probably better ways of doing it that you could outline that uh, people are doing it, but they're like, wait a minute, I can adjust how I'm, how I'm, you know, how I'm doing this, whatever it might be. Do you have one on dishes? I do actually. Nice. I just did it recently. How to wash dishes properly. How to wash dishes by hand properly because yes. you know, 
<laughs> just because you ran it under the water doesn't mean it's clean. Let me take a minute to talk to you about the Big Life Journal. Have you got one for your child yet? If not, what are you waiting for? It's one of the single greatest tools to teach your child resilience and how to have a positive self-image. I am an affiliate partner with them. And when you pick up a Big Life Journal using my link, you're able to support the focused mindset. So shop today so you can get the Big Life Journal or one of their amazing products for your child. Find it one of two ways. Go to thefocusedmindset.com and under coaching, you'll see a Big Life tab. Or just hit the helpful link in the show notes below and it'll take you directly to the place where you can purchase the Big Life Journal. Now back to the show. That one, and I, you know, I'll tell a true story. A friend of mine who is 52 years old, she said, can you do one on how to iron a shirt? Because I never learned how to do that. She goes, I just put the shower on and hold my shirt up there and wait for the steam to, I'm like, sure, I can do one of those. I did it in three minutes. And it's so nice to get feedback from people like, thank you so much for this. Yes. I think it's a, a big need. And my goal with How to Life is it's a library of sorts. I want, you know, my intention is to be the source. If you have a question, oh, let me go to whole, How to Life and see if there's a mom in our on this. There might be. Yeah. Oh, I just, I mean, if you ask me like the moment that you really broke down what you were doing for me, I just said, yes, this is what young adults need and even teenagers. And, uh, and so many people, they might not be going, they either are going off to college or they've gotten their first apartment or they're, they're first venturing into adulthood and they don't want to call their mom every time they have a little problem. And it's so much easier to hop on and say, ah, oh, I wonder if there's a little mom in our on that. That's right. And often we don't call our parents, my kids included, because, you know, we kind of yell at them or lose our patience because maybe we have said this 10 times before. Sure. Or maybe we assume they should just know it. Or if you're going out in the adult world, and this happened to me, you know, when I got out into the adult world uh, at, after 25, I had a doctor degree. And, you know, when you have a degree like that, I think people expect you to know some things about how, what kind of deduct you want when you buy insurance. I didn't know what that meant. So I felt stupid and I didn't want to look stupid. So people would explain something to me and I would just sit there and nod. Oh yeah, got it. Got it. Mm, and yeah. then the discomfort of going back and not knowing what they were talking about and winging like, it could was I uncomfortable. Could I ask? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I want to ask anyone. I don't want them to know. I don't know how to do this. Right. Well, I just thought, you know what? parents out there that are my listeners, I have a lot of parents, but just families in general, but maybe they could just send a link, you know, browse what you've got going on. And I think I might do that, you know, sit at browse what's got going on the next time they see a little gap in their child, rather than griping at them or rolling their eyes, just send them a link to a mominar might want to take a look at it. It's true. You know, and it goes both ways. It's not just the parents who are exasperated. The kids also have some resistance listening to their parents. It's just it's the true. natural, yeah. it's the nature of things and that's okay. But yes, there's to have this third party. Well, I can just go and watch it and I can watch it 15 times if I need to. And no one's going to yell at me or roll their eyes or sigh yeah. uh, exasperatedly. Uh, so it works out for everybody. It's kind of not so, uh, in your face, it's more, you know, hey, here you go. Let me offer you a little help, you know, rather than in your face. And then, it, or, and then the feeling stupid part, they don't have to feel stupid at all because they're looking it up themselves, right? 
That's right. No one knows how many times they're watching it. And one of the things that I really wanted to do with this is to keep these mominars as short as possible. Mm. I don't give you the backstory. I don't give you a lecture. That's why they are three to five minutes. Most of them are under five minutes. Okay. And I just try to cut it so that it is just the pertinent information. Let's get to the uh, point. Let's just get to the point. Here it is. Bang, 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 bang. And if you didn't get it, you can stop it and pause it and just watch that little clip. And then I yeah. jump to the next clip and I narrate through it a little bit. Well, you know, I mean, I know you elaborate quite a bit when you have the opportunity to do your podcasts. So how that must be, is that like a little place where you can have a little more of that platform where you can kind of elaborate on these things? I speak about different things on the podcast, a little okay. more esoteric. The, the mominars, the YouTube mominars are specific basic life skills. And the podcast is more geared towards concepts uh, or instruction. I had an insurance agent come on. That was my very first interview. And I titled it Insurance Crash Course. What it is, why you need it, how to get it. And I thought of every question that when I was younger, I didn't know. So she that just wished you would have known. Yes. She, and, and honestly, truthfully, every time I do an interview, I learn something new. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. So I ask questions and just, I'm, I'm tr I try to put myself back to when I was 22 years old. My kids, I know, that, I know what they don't know and I know the questions they ask and how they ask them. So I try to ask those questions on behalf of the podcast listeners so that they get, uh, the whole picture or a good grasp of terms and definitions okay. and what they, what they mean. So I've done some stuff that's really practical, like insurance. Um, I've done financial, how to make a budget and get out of debt or not get into debt. That one was so valuable. Oh, one of my favorite ones is the no fear guide to basic car maintenance where I just, Oh my gosh, I need to look that one up. <laughs> it was awesome. Because every time I get in one of my kids' car, there's a light on. I'm like, how long has this been? And they're like, well, I just thought it was a suggestion. So a suggestion. we talked <laughs> on that one. We talked about oil changes, you know, what it means, what these light means, why you need it. Because some people think, well, maybe I don't need to change my oil. So that was a great one, just breaking it down. And then we talk about some philosophical concepts about gratitude and dreaming, visualizing, reimagining your life, mm -hmm. uh, how to put those concepts into play, taking personal responsibility for your actions, for how things go in your life. So those concepts are bigger. Yeah, and they get a little closer to home, right? They, they also need a in little a more discussion, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And I, I love bringing on guests to talk about that because it's not just my opinion. Here yeah. is someone who is a, uh, a trained psychotherapist who helps you learn how to focus, follow through, and finish a project. Right. Here's another one that is offering some self-soothing skills. You know, when you are upset, anxiety, things you can do to help bring yourself back to more calm, as well as some of the more practical uh, ways to set up your life. I did have a good one coming up on what is a 401 Okay, why it's <laughs> beneficial, you know, if, uh, so things, things like that require a little bit more depth and that's where the podcast comes in. You know, that's such a great, I, it's such a great concept because it is true that sometimes we 
want to go a little deeper besides just, oh, okay, how to life, you know, let's see how life is. We want to, because humans do want to learn and grow, but sometimes we don't know where to go for that information. And it's kind of like you're doing the step of searching out a professional that might know about a subject that they actually want to know, but they don't know where to go to get that. And so, uh, and so it serves kind of the same purpose of how to life. So because yeah. it's important that I love what that. The, the podcast when 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 I talk about something like gratitude or focusing or procrastination what that means uh it seems so far that every guest I have it overlaps the concepts that we touch upon can be applied to all aspects of your life yeah. not just self-soothing but how to approach your finances or how to approach interpersonal relationships so it's just reinforcing uh, what I've talked about in previous episodes. And I love that it's just all connected. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's part of our journey in life is that we need to be able to reach out and have that helping hand and, and know where to go to get help when we need it. And that's kind of what you're offering. You're, you're offering to the world saying, look, you know, these are things I've picked up on. These are things that I know, and why not put it in a bite-sized form? Um, and then obviously with the podcast, a little not so bite-sized, but still, because people can just listen. And, um, and thank you for doing that, because I know that even for my listeners, that uh, many times I have questions come in from young mothers, and they felt like they were so fast-forwarded into parenthood that now they're trying to back up and figure out, you know, how do we do these other things? How does this even work? And, um, and that's, that's part of the journey of life, but sometimes they don't know where to go. And so I just, gosh, I feel like, thank you for making this because it's going to be so helpful. I know it already has been, but it will continue to be so helpful. Well, thank you for saying that. You're welcome. My goal is to help, to help young people do better than I did to get to what I know quicker than I did. And going back to the, the parenting thing, oftentimes, I mean, as parents, we don't know what to do. We've never been parents before. And all the only experience we have is how we were brought up and perhaps we didn't like it. But our tendency is to just do what we know. But if we feel like I want to do better, but I don't know how to do it, there are these other resources where you can go and look. Yeah. And, uh, I want to do that too. I mean, that's something else I can venture in. For sure. And it's kind of, and I, and it's good that we, we both kind of um, ran across podcasting, but, uh, and I'm kind of preaching the choir because you're listening to a podcast listeners, but it's really great for us to be able to share, you know, and like I had mentioned, you know, why not send a link? And that's what's so important, you know, to jump over to your podcast and listen and share it. And, you know, your, your listeners can jump over to mine and, and it makes us, it helps us become a community. It helps us to be a community of learners wherever, whatever stage that we're at. And when there's a gap where someone might need to learn some parenting skills, you know, you shoot them my way. If I, if I have a gap where I'm like, this person just really could, could use a mom and are, you know, and I think that our com building community in our life right now with so much change that's gone on and so much uncertainty is so important. And it sounds like it's part of the aspects of what you do is you're building a community of learners. Yeah. And we are all learners and we are all teachers as well. And when, 
when we have information, most of us want to give it to someone else who's struggling. We want to help. I mean, I was a chiropractor before I started doing this. I was a chiropractor for 28 years. So it's just my, I, I have been helping people, teaching them, healing them. That's who I am. So when it came time for me to end being, being a chiropractor, I'm like, I still want to help people. Yeah. How can I help people? How can I teach? How can I inspire and spread light? Yeah. And this is a wonderful platform. I, have been, I am enjoying it so much. And I love that I have reached like-minded people like you. So I have attracted this tribe, which is really satisfying to me. And it just helps me thrive. And sharing the information is thrilling. I love it. I love getting feedback when someone says, that helped me. Mm-hmm. It inspires me. And then they share that inf information themselves. When they learn it, they become teachers. Yes. Start teaching others. Right. And that's how we grow and yeah. better ourselves. It's, that is well said. What are the types of things that you've come across? What advice would you give someone who's a parent and the things you've noticed that are gaps that a parent might do now, now before they have to get to the point where they're looking up, like what are some of these type of things, the thing, the common trends that you feel like people should revisit? And so they, their child knows how to life. I think one of the, the main things that I've noticed later in life is people think that children are not real people because they're, they're miniature versions so that they don't know anything. They're this just little ball of clay. But children come fully formed, fully developed, and often more advanced than the adults. And then they somehow get talked out of their innate knowing. And I think that's a disservice to our children. They know much more than we do. They are open. They are receptive. They are malleable and moldable, and uh, they adapt so much better than rigid adults. And oftentimes they come here to teach us. I mean, my children taught me, they taught me how to be a better mother, each one. I have four kids. They are all different. I had to parent them in different ways, all four of them. What worked for the first one didn't work for the second one. So it's good to learn these interpersonal relationships, but really, you have to respect this child. You know, parents may say, well, you have to respect me because I'm your parent, but it goes both way, both ways. How can someone that you're not respecting, how can you expect them to respect you? Mm -hmm. So listen to your children, watch them and, and see the value, like value what, how they interpret something. There's so much to learn and you guide them. You help them over little bumps but let them fly. They have wings. Don't clip them. Let yeah. them go. Oh, that's such good advice. And when we do listen to them, then we see where those gaps are and we can come alongside them rather than towering over them as the expert saying, oh, well, let me, let me give you that little push along the way, you know? Rather than do it this way. Yeah. Because everybody, that doesn't work for everybody. Say, here's a way. What it do you resonate with this? And it comes down to, to resonating. I mean, it happens in ourselves. It's somebody, five different people can say the same thing, but you're not going to hear it because you're just not resonating with the vibe or you're not re resonating with the words or the way they were delivered. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with teachers. You can't teach kids the same way. You have to find what works for that particular child. And as parents, find what works for your child. Listen, look, 
observe, feel your child, and you're going to get so much further. Yeah, that is absolutely spot on advice because um, so many times we get so worked up with the do's and the don'ts of parenting. And then we start second guessing ourselves thinking, did I do that right? And am I going to ruin my kid by the way that I did this or that? But you know, all of parenting is covered by grace. We're not going to be perfect. And there's, there's a large amount of grace that comes with that. But your advice gives us the big picture of saying, how about we build the relationship? How about we listen? And how about we see where these guys, what's, what's the DNA that makes them them and then move from there, right? Yes. I, I think the, it comes down to mutual respect between parent and child. That's hard for some parents because they think, well, this is my child. I am the king. I am the queen. And you are my subject. And that's not it at all. It's another soul. Soul to soul. Just look at them as a soul, not yes. as a soul in miniature form. They're a fully formed soul. They're just physically not big enough yet. And when you give that respect, and it's not, uh, it's not that they're going to roll over you or bully you. No, no, no. There are boundaries and there are guidelines that you set as a parent. Absolutely. But you're listening to your child and you're seeing when they hit a wall or, or something's not working for them, you know, find the way to help them have their voice, understand where they're coming from. And if it can work for them, you know, without overstepping parental boundaries or boundaries of respect, uh, you just help guide them that way rather than say, this is the way it is, kid, and yeah. my way or the highway. That doesn't really, I mean, that doesn't work for you as an adult. It definitely doesn't work for kids that way either. Yeah. I say at the beginning of each one of my podcasts that you get the, the you get to be a part of an adult in training's life. And I like parents to reframe that, to remember that the kid that they're raising is, is an adult in training. They're, they're still learning these things, but they're all, the majority of their life, they live as an adult. The child years just fly by as we both know all too well. It's and a, so, and then what relationship you have with them as an adult um, is determined by the relationship that you build when they're kids. It's a big honor to guide a child into adulthood. And I don't want to say it's responsibility because that I think has kind of a negative, I mean, it's responsibility, but it's an honor. It is an honor to help guide this child into being a really productive, lovely member of society. What an honor. I have four kids. Three of them are adults now. I have a wonderful relationship uh, especially with the oldest two, I don't really think we have the parent-child relationship anymore. It's a mutual respect. I admire them. I don't tell them what they have to do or how to do it. Mm -hmm. One thing they'll say, mom, what do you think I should do? I've started recently since I've learned this later in life. I'm like, what do you think you should do? Ask yes. yourself. You, What's going to work for you? Because if if you ask my advice, I'm going to bring my history, my experience, my perception, my junk, I'm going to bring my junk to your answer. And I don't think you want my junk. So I encourage you to know yourself and ask yourself, what should you do? And, yeah, and some of these things are things that we, when our kids are little, um, 
it's so hard for us to picture them as a full being adults and their full self because they are in these little bodies. But I like the idea of stepping back and saying, you know, I get a, I'm, I'm privileged enough to be a part of this person's life and I get to step alongside them and maybe I'll even get to help shape their life. I mean, that, that can be looked at as, as a privilege rather than something that can cause so much stress. And I think that I'm resonating so much with what you're saying because both of us are on the other side. And so uh, I hope that many listeners that might be right in the trenches of their kids being, I don't know, in the terrible twos or these different things where they can step aside and say, wait a minute, one day when these kids are grown, all of this, that's not what we're going to remember is the time when they throw a fit. We're going to remember the other moments that we create with them. Talking about fits, I think this is a, a good thing to touch upon. When you have a child who is in the midst of a meltdown, yelling at them or forcing them to stop doesn't help. And I, I encourage parents to say, uh, you've been in a meltdown before. Think, have I been in a meltdown? And yeah, I've been in a meltdown. What would work for me? Help guide them into soothing themselves or soothe them. You slow down, put them on your chest and just let them absorb that calmness. It just helps them reset. And now you are giving them tools to help them self-soothe also. I was in the store once and there was yeah. a little a six-year-old, let's say he was with his mom. His mom's trying to shop. And I think if she had a choice, she would have gone by herself, but she had to take her child. And he did not want to be there. And he was whining. Oh, it was a great, it was annoying. It was annoying. But she was whining right back. Stop it. You're, <laughs> you're ruining my time here. It was comical. But really, it stood out in my mind. And I'm like, wow, he is just mimicking her. He has learned that when he doesn't, when he's displeased with the situation, that if that's what he's going to do, she was doing that. So parents, look to yourselves. Look to yourselves. Have you taught your children something? Is their behavior somehow a reflection of you? So when we are teaching our children or we're help guiding them, uh, we have an opportunity to fix ourselves, to soothe ourselves, to be better. And then it's, it's such a much more harmonious relationship when we look at ourselves as the parent or the boss or the leader or whatever. We're the one who are setting the stage and all eyes are on you. So pay attention to that. Yeah, I kind of, I was in a, a classroom the other day and the kids were talking about how, um, well, we don't know if we want to talk to our teacher because she just gets so tough with us. And I told them, and this was right about the time when the Dodgers had won the World Series and a few of the kids had put in their Zoom chat, you know, go Dodgers and this type of thing. So I said, well, you know what? Do you think the Dodgers got to that place with coaches that just said, good job? Yeah, that was fine. That fastball was 65 miles an hour. Who needs more than that? You're good. No, sometimes the coach will be the ones that push, that, that move forward. And, you know, so we play our role. And sometimes our role will be to say, you know what, we can do better. We can push ahead. And it was interesting because some of the kids kind of thought about that. I'm like, so the next time your teacher is saying, come on, guys, turn on your cameras and focus and let's do this. 
you know, look at them as your coach and not so much of the person that's dragging you down because there's a time and place for everything. And sometimes we need to be that person and be okay with it. There's still ways to do that. That's not, you know, mean, but uh, it's, it's an important thing to consider as we play different roles in our family and we can own that role and be okay with it and also be positive in that role. Agreed. A hundred percent. Yeah. It just made me think about that because when you're talking about parents and living in the space they're in, it's stressful, you know, and I, I kind of sensed that even while you were talking is, you know, relieving that stress, a parent's right there in that moment and they don't realize they're whining back at their kid or they don't realize that they're, they're, uh, doing the same thing that was done to them that stressed them out. And so sometimes they just need to step away and be like, okay, um, I need to coach myself here. How do I want to coach my kid? What kind of person do I want to be? And it sounds like through those type of things of just saying, you know what, we're, we're going to do this together. And the gaps that are there, just like you're finding the gaps that people come to your site for, it's okay. Fill those gaps and walk forward and keep going, you know, keep moving. That's right. And, you know, not all the times. I mean, oftentimes maybe what you're saying doesn't really resonate with the kid. There's still a gap there. You just try different ways and different approaches. And if you just continue going back and and the intention is let's make a bridge here. Yes. Let's work through this together. If that's the intention, you can set that tone and your child will respond to that. It's going to work out much better. They really will. And, uh, and then you're just like, you know what? They will, they will move past their stages as well. You know, when we look back, I don't know if you do, you're like, remember that stage that my kid was at when all they would eat was, you know, fill in the blank macaroni and cheese or whatever. You know, they, they move in and out of stages as they grow up, just like we do as an adult. We all do. Yes. And it, we are always are, no matter how old we get, we are constantly uh, resetting boundaries and closing out cycles and starting new ones. Yes, absolutely. Well, I am so excited about uh, people heading over to check you out and just kind of like have you be one of the go-to places that people can go to the little things and the big things of life. So tell me about where everyone can find you again. Let's, re- let's talk about that. Let's revisit all of those things. All of the Mominars can be found on my YouTube channel, How to Life. Uh, the podcast is also called How to Life. It is on all the podcast platforms. I, my website is howtolife.com. And if you just want to go to the website, you can see all the Mominars and listen to all the podcast episodes because they are housed right there. Perfect. Uh, I often ask my audience, send me ideas. What do you want to know? If you'd like me to make a Mominar for you or if there's a podcast topic you would like to learn about, I would happy to discuss it. I'll find some expert to come on and we'll teach you. You can send an email to drlj at howtolife.com. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at howtolifenow. And my Facebook page is just Laura Jagget, Dr. Laura Jagget. You can find me there as well. Uh, I'm going to put your website in our show notes. And uh, Thank you. Thank you for just sharing with us a little bit about what inspires you, the things you're doing for uh, the people in this world. And I just, again, want to appreciate you because I think that you're doing a really great service. Thank you, Cher. I have the same feeling about you and your projects, your podcast, your website. This was a great conversation. I love speaking with like-minded people. We had a great vibe here. And I hope that your audience got some value. 
for sure. I'll tell you what, why don't one day we're going to have to both go live and, and do a chat for both of our audiences and come together and see what kind of questions they throw at us and see what we, what we get. That sounds like a great idea. I would love to do that. <laughs> yep. It to, to be, uh, to be announced, right? <laughs> Hold on to be announced. people. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued. As well. Right. Well, thank you again. And we'll talk later. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. What an enjoyable conversation with Dr. Laura Jaggett. And I love how she speaks from a place of wisdom, looking back after she's raised her kids and sharing the things that are the most impactful to her. And communication is the key. And I want to offer you guys a very special deal on my upcoming course, Conversations That Empower. I want to get it in your hands for a special deal. And if you want to take advantage of the pre-order of this amazing course that is sure to teach you brand new communication styles that you can use with your kids, your family members, and even your friends when you guys have conversations that you want to make an impact. You can get access to this course by going to my website, thefocusedmindset.com slash empowered. That's thefocusedmindset.com slash empowered, or just click on the helpful link in my show notes. Like I always say, you're never alone with the focused mindset, and I'm always looking to bring you guys the very best solution-focused tools and resources to help your family grow. So let's do just that. Let's get out there with a relaxed, focused attitude and make things happen for our family. So until next time, keep in touch and take care.